podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This show is brought to you in association with Labbooks. Just click the link on the description to the show, sign up and get a free bet up to £50 when you enter the promo code LAD50. Go on, do it. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Winners Special. We are winners. We are the mighty Chelsea, and we're back in wonderful form. And to celebrate this momentous weekend, we've got Mr. Angry. And let me tell you, he's pretty angry today. <laughs> Andy Angry Saunders is here. Hello. And then we've got the man who just doesn't stop travelling. He's been to Burma and other places, beginning with B. Exotic man himself of music and sounds. It's Jeff Young. Good evening. Hello, Jeff. How's all that travelling? The travelling was marvellous. I saw a tiny bit of football while I was travelling. Not very much. But live? Did you go and see any live football? Uh, no, I didn't see live football. I saw two. I saw one and a bit televised games. The bit was... Uh, uh, actually, I've blown the story now, but yeah, I saw oh, a bit. No, let's pretend it never happened. Well, no, 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 it's Hi, okay. Jeff, have you seen any live football on your travels? Well, I read in a book once that the only time there's a power cut, uh, there isn't a power cut in Bali, is when there's a Premier League football match on the telly. So we were in a place in Burma called Began, uh, and I was reading up on where we were due to travel to, and I suddenly remembered this quote. So I jumped up, banged on the uh, TV in the room, and there they were, lining up for the kickoff of the second half of Chelsea v Arsenal. And I'm thinking, happy days. 15 minutes later, there was a power cut. So that was all I saw of uh, the Blues in about a month. Wow. So well, there we are. Much, mate. I, saw the th- the, I saw Zuma's goal and then that was it. But uh, yeah. Well, I suppose if you're going to dip into one game, that wasn't a bad that, one. Yeah, that it, 15 absolutely. minutes was yeah. quite good. In, in fact, that actually... Sorry, go on. Well, I was going to say, having seen uh, a little bit of that match and then seeing the final score, I was actually thinking Chelsea are back, but uh, not so. <laughs> and, but right, and, now, and now we're back again. Yeah. We're, we're, well, we're kind of returned for a little bit. But it's interesting. Actually, we, we should actually use that as a jumping point to, to uh, Mourinho and his fine of last week and carrying on this week, the £50,000 fine and a one-game suspended ban because he argued the point that it was a disgrace, the fine, and called into question... Wenger's sort of uh, berating of officials and how come he gets away with it one rule for one one rule for another how do we feel about oh, it look, let's just stop it right there you know he shouldn't have done it he clearly was wrong to do it he's got to accept the fine and just shut up about it and get on with it frankly <laughs> that, that's why we have it. discussions I'm bored, I'm bored of Mourinho's <laughs> now what he's doing I think he's probably putting that in the referees heads you know, that it's disgraceful and it's terrible. He's doing it again on Saturday. Lovely little quote about, you know, he wasn't weak and... Yeah, what was yeah. The, what was the, uh, the quote? I can't remember. Well, I you watched know, it, I watched it this morning and he said, oh, he was very good, he wasn't weak, he was consistent, la, yeah. la, 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 la. Which and he was. But so, I th- I think what look, the heck? Get on with the football, Mourinho, because, you know, we, yeah. you know, we love you, but, you know, frankly, there's I, work I, to be done. The only thing I think that's kind of interesting about Mourinho's situation is that although he's moaning about the amount of money, that 
kind of money doesn't affect him at all. So it doesn't matter whether they find him 10000 or 50000 But the reason the FA uh, gave him the suspended stadium ban is they put it in their notes. The only thing that will stop this bloke talking is a stadium ban. So now they've they've put it out there for yeah, him and said, here it is, Jose. I was just going to say, we were talking about well, that the yeah, weekend. Yeah, there's the laundry He'll basket He'll get in, in the laundry bag. But you know what? There you go. <laughs> hey, listen, so, that was Mourinho's 200th Chelsea win from 309 games in charge. Oh, that's nice, that man's back. He's been too busy the last two uh, weeks to do anything. That's really a nice segue man. into the actual game. That's Saturday. brilliant, Andy, and that's why you're paid no money. <laughs> should we, should we look fact. at the team that, that started on uh, Saturday? Begovic in goal, back four of Azpilicueta at right back. Cahill and Zuma in the middle. Baba making his first Premier League start at left back. Fabregas uh, and Ramirez holding. William Loftus-Cheek in a sort of strange number 10 role. Um, Pedro and Costa. No Hazard. Hazard was uh, missing uh, his first uh, start for uh, quite some time. Um, And uh, no Mm. Ivanovic, um, who missed his first Premier League start since January the 11th, 2014. No, well, I mean, you know, can I firstly say... One thing I'd like to get out in the open again, and a couple of people have actually slagged us off on Twitter for for saying we don't like people booing Chelsea players and the team at any point whatsoever. Who slagged us off? Uh, somebody, you go and have a look on Idiot. Twitter. Idiot, unfollow us. Carry yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right too. You know, but also the thing that I found shocking last week, all those people going, hooray, Ivanovic has got injured in the international. You know, I mean, look, he's having a bad time. We've been pretty rude about him in certain ways and said he's not up to the mark and something needs to be done. But I never want to see any of our boys injured. No, I don't don't either, but I I can kind of see what people are saying. You know, he has been really, really bad. Mourinho has been keeping the faith with him, maybe a little too much faith. And... You know, maybe just he needed to just miss out on a game, and yeah, unfortunately, but, he's injured doing it. But don't you think, actually, what Mourinho has been hinting at, alluding to, and then finally saying is that Baba Rahman is not ready? Ah, now let's talk about him then. Well, let's talk. Well, let's because, go back to no, no, let's go back to your point about Ivanovic. Yeah, yeah. Look, what we were saying, and what we very clearly said, is we don't like booing in the stadium. Right, if you want to, you know, talk about it with your mates and slag them off behind the back oh, no, in the I, pub or whatever, I, I that's agree. fine. Yeah, I'll I do agree. it in stadium because the only thing that benefits is the opposition. Well, I, I saw, and, um, I saw some of my friends online going mental about the number of people that were leaving the ground when Southampton went three-one up. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. Yeah. You know, it's the kind of thing Sunderland do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, but so, yeah. yeah, I mean, Ivanovic, you know, it, it's not good he's injured. Um, but I would like to talk about Rahman. I mean, well, on the Ivanovic thing as well, I think what was distasteful was the glee in people. Yeah, you know, the glee that he was saying. injured. It's like, all right, well, fair enough. You know, may, maybe after 63 consecutive starts, it yeah. is maybe time for him to. But the glee on social yeah, media that he was injured, it's disgraceful and it's childish. And, you know, frankly, luckily, we're adults. We don't, we don't need it. No, we yeah. don't need it. So, so Rahman, so, so Mourinho has been saying for some time, he's not ready. Everybody's been going, well, why'd you buy him then? You've got to play him, you've got to play him. Well, clearly he wasn't ready. He's 19 years old. It was his first Premier League start. He did okay. Did all right in the second half. You know, he wasn't brilliant. He made a couple of rickets. But, you know, the boy's young and he's right. And maybe Mourinho knows what he's doing. Okay. Well, first of all, I didn't have a clue he was only 19. I thought he'd bought a ready-made left back. No. But um, having seen some disparaging comments about the lad on social media, our friend's social media, I made a good point of trying to watch him in the replay of the game 
And there was that moment in the first half when Hutton just bowled him over yeah, bowled and, him, yeah. and ran clear. And there are a couple of other moments where it looks a bit iffy. Thankfully, Villa didn't attack much down our left flank, particularly in the second half. So where everyone thought he was rubbish came from, I don't know. I mean, I didn't get well, that impression. Positionally, he was out of yeah, place a lot the, of time. The, the thing I did notice about him... If and he, he was naive in the challenge, committed too early. Yeah, yeah. There were, there were a couple of moments where he got pulled inside for various reasons, but I did notice he kept looking over his left-hand shoulder just to make sure, as he was inside, what was going on around the back and down the line. Um, so he was trying to be spatially aware yeah. uh, if he did get pulled out of position. So no, but We, you we know are what? a hugely entitled crowd, and we expect everybody to work within 30 seconds, and if they don't work within 30 seconds, they're dead to us. And well, I, we, listen, well, we're used listen, to world-class players. That's I, the problem. I am guilty of that. You know, I'm guilty of, uh, of you know, snorting with derision when, when players make mistakes. I think we all know where that was going. But, um, but I think we've got to give young players time. I think certainly players assimilating from other leagues, we've got to give them time. And, you you know, he's been thrown in in a difficult situation for the club at a difficult time and asked to do a job. Let's just let him do the job. Let's and, just let him develop. And, and one thing you, you can see, that he is a talented footballer. There is no doubt about it. But there is no league like the Premier League to learn. You know, you, you have to hit the ground running or you're it's, overrun I it, mean you look at well it, it is it is a bit of a deep end and it goes back to this whole thing of this is why we don't blood too many youngsters it, you, you chuck them in at the deep end and if they don't swim fast it, all, it, it can all go well, horribly wrong at our level where we have to win well let's look at Loftus-Cheek because as yes. I say he played in a sort of strange position he almost played number 10 didn't he he was pushed up yeah, and, and he, he was playing football and he found thought, himself in front of uh, Costa a few times yeah he looked good with the ball at his feet his, his, you know, his distribution wasn't amazing but I thought he's growing every time I see him and you know Mourinho said at half time I yanked him off because I needed someone to give us a little bit more stability in the holding role which is fair enough you know and I think that people expecting Loftus-Cheek to play 90 minutes of every game are going to be disappointed it's yeah. not I thought he looked he, he's got quick feet as well I mean he was marauding mm. through the, the middle of that park at one point and he looked very interesting some of his timings of given the ball weren't so good but he looked as though he could get past players and he looked very interesting and I thought it was a very exciting move what I thought was interesting and Mourinho saying oh he didn't do this defensively well he wasn't playing in that position and he did make as many tackles yeah, but Kerry, as everybody in the Mourinho team is a defender all yes. 11 are defenders. But I still think he was making tackles up there, and he reminded me a bit of, of when Oscar plays up there and he gets his foot in. Mm. You know, some people got past him, but I don't I, know. I, I, I might I, have seen um, him on for another 15 minutes the second half. I always think it's an odd one to sub someone at half time. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, was, I, just, I just wondered if hooking him at half time was a little early um, when. The quote from Mourinho was he needed more stability, uh, stability in the holding role. I didn't. Well, I wouldn't notice it because I'm not bloody Jose. But it looked okay to me, the first half. So well, look, I was want- a little bit surprised when he got hooked. Yeah. And like you, Kerry, I thought, well, maybe he could have got another 15 minutes. But you know what? The decision was made. We won the game comfortably. We won the they game comfortably. Chances. Apart from the one chance where they could have gone a goal up yeah, when Gestead got in front of yeah. Terry, yeah. they had nothing to offer. No, JT, they were awful. JT made his 465th league appearance for Chelsea, joining John Hollins in third place on the all-time appearance list. And I thought he was a solid presence in the middle after some iffy performances this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I thought I'm he still, was fine. Yeah, we're fine. I mean, jury's out. We're, look, the next two games will be interesting. You know, West Ham away and Liverpool at home. We'll, we'll see. And Kiev tonight will be interesting, but yeah. we'll see how that goes. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, 
Personally, I thought it was a pretty hideous and ugly performance from Chelsea. But you they weren't got happy result. when I spoke to no, you. No, I wasn't. I, I, I thought... I didn't think it was ugly. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was. It was, it was ma- there was moments where you saw things happening, but at the same time, you saw a team that is short of confidence. And I think it's, it's one of those games we had to find a way to get a result. We got it. We were never troubled apart from that one chance. Well, Maybe that's what... Look, we, we got two goals because of a defensive mistake... <laughs> And then a deflection. You, Maybe you, that's just the luck we need to turn well, our you, season. You've just it's a game we'll never, ever remember. We move on. You've so, just you taken know. the words right out of my mouth because I was going to say the thing that was concerning me before I went globetrotting was we didn't seem to make very many chances. And we didn't on Saturday. As you said, we got a gift and an own goal. Um, we never created that much, really. We created three, three attempts on target in the whole game. Villa created one so it wasn't a chance fest by any stretch of the imagination no. what was interesting about the game was it's the first game this season I think in the league where we have had less possession than the opposition uh, they had 51% we had 49% and also uh, they had a lot more passes than us 415 to 424 now before we have passed and passed and passed in front of them and we have dominated possession but created no penetration we created more penetration in this game and, and got our just rewards and actually I think we need to talk about Ramirez and how good he was uh, in terms of just bossing that midfield. Well, since he's got back in the side, he's been the best player on the park pretty much. Okay, his distribution can go awry, but actually he was really very good at the weekend. He was my you know player of the match, I think, uh, along with Dave, who's pretty much always my player of the match. And I thought William had a brilliant game. And I thought Costa, William's anticipation for the first goal was... I, can I just say, did, did either of you see that, A, when we first got that chest from into, you know, while Costa was kneeling on the ground and the guy sticks his chest. Was it Lescott or one Nicker of them? Richards. 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 That's right, Richards. And, you know, he does that hysterical dive backwards, which is great. But did you see the Alan Bates and Oliver Reed moment, the women in love moment, when he started that slow motion wrestling with one of their oh, players yeah, yeah, and yeah. they didn't get up? Even the referee was laughing. It was like there was Some of us stroking watching the each football, other. Kerry. We're not interested in that kind of stuff. Well, I tell you, that was the most interesting <laughs> match. It was, it was the, the most odd moment of a game. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that own goals are now Chelsea's top scorer in the Premier League this season? Three own goals with top scorer. Well, that was the case for the Gooners earlier on in the season Chelsea as well. have benefited from a third of all the own goals scored in the Premier League this season. Yeah, earlier on this year, Arsenal's top scorer was OG. Yeah. Well, it's us now. Yeah. We are, yeah. We are the OG kings. Yeah. So the result moves us up to 11th in the table on 11 points, 10 behind Man City at the top and 6 off 4th place. And that well, it was a classic six-pointer, wasn't it, on Saturday? <laughs> you know, us and Villa. You know, yeah. that helps our relegation battle. Are we actually in a relegation battle still? No. Or we're no, not? we're not in a relegation battle. Oh, come on. Let's have something to fight for. Oh, come on. What are we going Calm for? Mid-table yourself. mediocrity? No, no, I agree. I, I agree with that glorious leader, Mourinho, and a couple of months' time, we're going to be up there and getting more involved again. And he still, he has still, Mourinho never lost a successive home league game in his entire career as a manager. Yeah. You know, listen, it's all fine. Um, it's I thought points. Villa were poor. Awful. Awful. They haven't kept a clean sheet at the bridge since March 1998, conceding 32 goals in their last nine games. One of them was an eight-for, wasn't it? Was. It, it was. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I mean, I thought they looked poor. I thought the first 15, 20 minutes, they looked like they were up for it, and then they faded. Yeah, tactics Tim thought they were all over us. Yeah. That's well, why he you know, needs firing. It caused a few problems, as you say, created that Gisted chance. But after that, it was, it was you know, all, all in yeah, front of they, us. Well, they, they, they went have, one they down after their own offer. mistake. It seemed to really knock the stuffing out of them. Grealish, Grealish had a go. He was... He, he 
he was the one that looked the, the most like Irish player, isn't it? Oh, the, no, he's the, the kid, the young player. kid. And, well, no, I mean, uh, he's, well, you know, he's both. He play he's Irish, him? but he's going to play for us, apparently. You, okay, here's know. a question. Do you think it's right, if you've played for a country at any level, that you can then change to another country? I do think it's a bit crappy, actually. I don't mind people who pick one country and that's it if they were born somewhere else but they're resident don't really listen, I don't really care about international football I never have no. yeah yeah I, I, honestly I don't no care I know about you don't it. I'm just curious as to your viewpoint I, I, I think it's pretty crap but I go with Andy I'm not that bothered I'll get I'll get vaguely into it around the time of the Euros. I mean, I'll, I'll kind of you know I'll vaguely yeah. get into it. I won't be flying a flag of St George out my white van, you know, I'll, you know. But, but you're going to keep the white van, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> obviously, obviously. <laughs> I do remember. Down. I think it was. I think it was. Um, it was either Euro '96 or France '90. One of one of one of the two. Going to a children's fate with my young children, and it being a face painting stall. And all the children lining up and children going, I'll have a tiger. And they're going, he'll have a flag of St. George. <laughs> all, the through, all these kids with flag of St. George because we were playing a game that afternoon. You wouldn't let your kids get one, would you? Me, no. No, you, you had to have it yourself. I had to have it myself, yeah. 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 I've got it tattooed across my bottom. But, you know, so, it matches I mean, the flag on the van. Yeah, exactly. So, Do you so, care about international football? No. You bought it up. No, I, I don't actually care. I mean, I'll watch it if it's a big tournament. And, and you do that stupid thing where you support Wales at rugby in England at football. And my brother-in-law yeah, does absolutely. that. That's just stupid. Yeah, well, my brother-in-law does it. It's, it's the way it is. You know, because my, my family was all brought up as Welsh rugby fans and my father... You can tell he's Welsh from his accent, can't you? <laughs> no, look, leave that out of it, right? God and racist. Tea. Anyway, <laughs> turning to Jonathan Kidd now. How can I be racist? Well, I'm well, Welsh. <laughs> this is taking a nasty turn. Oh, what else? Yeah. What else was in that game? It's a tough game to talk about. It's what a we've tough game. It wasn't, I had to watch a, it. There wasn't a huge amount going on apart from that, was there? Uh, I mean, I thought the back four looked okay. Zuma, Zuma looked more mature um, than he has done this season. I thought, as we've just said, you know, uh, Pedro was quiet. I thought. Pedro for me. Do you think he was injured when he started? I don't know. The first game he played for us, he looked fantastic. And since and he then, thought, it's been a bit quiet. Well, maybe he's gone, oh my God. And the last thing he needed to read was Luis Enrique going on about, mm, you know, he might realise he's made a bit of a mistake going there now. He um, played on the left. Yeah. Which uh, which is not where I mean you know he played there for Barcelona but you know he um, he hadn't played on the left for us before no. I wonder if that was a factor in it I mean he was okay well, I think he, he wasn't devastating because he dropped Edin yeah well I mean Edin wasn't really missed was he really to be honest I mean I don't think that you know frankly you know that that not having Edin on the part would have made the difference between us winning and losing to be honest I mean no. Villa were crap and you know we didn't we didn't really struggle you know I don't have a problem with with Edin missing the occasional game. You know, no. I, and he's is done that, and Mourinho has done that throughout his career. He did it with Carvalho. You know, he's done it with various other players. If they're not doing the job that he wants them to do, he drops them, and yeah. then he brings them back in. You know, but, he doesn't stand on reputation. Do you think there is an issue going on? You know, is this actually the lead up to the big sell off of Eden to no. Real Madrid? I mean, there was this big story this week about how he liked he liked something on Instagram that said he was going to move to Real Madrid, and then it turned out the page was a fake. And it's yeah. like, you know, come on. It's, it's, you know, why would he leave? He signed a new five-year contract in February. You know, he won... Well, why does David De Gea sign a new contract to Man U to make sure you guarantee a certain amount of money in the buyout clause is usually the reason why that happens. You're so cynical. I am cynical. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're probably right. But I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think there's a reason for him to leave at the moment. He's, a, he's the top dog. At a, you know, a team, you know, that's, that's won the league last year, you know, with a good manager. I, there's no reason for him to so leave. You, you think there's this is no a reason and not a phase? No. 
I think it's a fake. Yes, yes. I was going to say, there's no reason for him to leave unless the team falls to bits. Yeah. So, if the team doesn't fall to bits, yeah, I don't see why part, you, you want to go. But he'll be part of a team that falls to bits, and I don't think he'd want to leave on, on those circumstances. So, okay. you know, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, is the answer, who knows what's going on in anybody's heads in, in professional so, football? So, you've been very vocal in your support of Mourinho throughout the whole season, Andy. Yes. Um, how did you feel that he handled the Villa game? Do you think I thought it was another I thought it was a tactical masterclass. I mean, I don't think that there was any doubt in the game whatsoever. You know, it was an obdurate, professional, solid, dour Mourinho performance that got us three points. And frankly, if you go to watch Chelsea to be entertained under Mourinho when we're in this kind of game, then you're going to be disappointed. You yeah, know, it's, it's about winning. And I mean, he said he, it, hasn't he? He said it in the papers. Chelsea fans, get used to it. We're going to have to play some ugly football from yeah, now on. Yeah, absolutely. And he did set his stall out by saying, this is how we're going to play. You know, a little bit more defence-minded. We need to shore up the defence. And he did. I don't think he's happy with, with some of the players. I don't think he's happy with some of the squad options. I mean, he's, he's clearly making a point with some big players like Matic, uh, like uh, Hazard, you know, players that you know, would have been absolute first names on the team sheet last season. He's trying to find the right balance in the team. He's had some injury issues with Courtois, with Ivanovic, with you know, various other players. Courtois was suspended for three games. I mean, it's been a difficult time all round. However, I do think that we are more than capable of going on a long run, you know, putting in these kind of dour objects performances and let's be honest from January to May this year there were no thrilling performances and we won the league yeah exactly well we haven't had much thrilling happen most of the frankly season. I don't care I don't care because frankly I like to watch Chelsea win and I'm not somebody that goes along and like show ponies and flicks and tricks and, and losing games I just don't like it I want to come away with that nice warm fuzzy winning feeling that you warm know. fuzzy winning you know I spent too many years watching us That's in continents mate <laughs> watching yeah. us in the second division I spent too many years watching us languishing in the bottom reaches of the league to, to, to want that again I want points in the table I want Trophies. I want silverware. That's and he likes leaving the ground with three points in the back. I do. He doesn't want entertainment. Do you? Football's <laughs> not about entertainment. No, I do, I do like to win, but at the same time, okay, sometimes it, you, you it's do. It's a nice bonus. You do think, please, God, you know, get out the other end and try or something. You know, it's a nice bonus if you can play, you know, uh, yeah, fast-flowing yeah. football. I mean, that, that was the frustration of January to May. I mean, there were some games where you're thinking, God, please turn the screw. Yeah, you, know? Well, you, you know, Andy must be loving this season. Yeah. There is no entertainment. It's pure dour. Two holding midfield players. <laughs> I love it. I, love I have it. to. I have to admit, it was kind of fascinating watching everything unfold from the other side of the world and not being here. But you could, you could still feel the frustration and everything that was going on over here, particularly after the Southampton game. And I knew nothing about the rant. I just saw the result. I was in Singapore by that stage. Mm. And I knew we were one up. And the following morning, I get out of bed, flick the phone on, and it's 3 1. I was like, oh, lordy. And then, of course, you go on social media and it's all kicking off. And then there's the Mourinho rant there for you to pick up. And it's well, like, don't read oh, social media because social media is populated by idiots who don't know anything about football. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but, I, like you know. do follow Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, here we go. I, one I do belong to one particular Facebook group where there are some quite intelligent perceptive people on it so I kind of look at that when I'm looking for Chelsea stuff blimey look you know there are people that sit around me that scream for our players to shoot you know go Fabregas bloody have a bloody shot and when he shoots they scream at him for missing and it's like you know you you can't win if you're a player Fabregas is getting a caning around me there's a guy two rows behind who just gives it from moment one to the end and in the end you go well look he assisted for the second goal 
That's got to be something. Yeah, okay, mm. he's not on top of his game. Mourinho has decided that he's going to play Fabregas through this and he's going to get him out the other side. That's what's happening. And you just have to go, okay. There was an interesting um, moment when we scored the second goal. That's Jeff's phone. Oh, that's oh, Jeff's phone. Sorry. That's no, so no, embarrassing. No, no, no. And he's the professional one. Calm down. On, I forgot it was on. on Jazz FM? That's Dude. the work. Yeah, and no, I have it on silent. <laughs> that's the work ringing. That's the office calling. So oh, okay. I'll deal with it. Has there been some funk emergency? There was a, uh, you mean... <laughs> he is the king of funk. The, the funk emergency. <laughs> <laughs> the sole crew are on the phone. So, George I don't know if you noticed this, but on the in the move to the um, second goal uh, Ramirez was bundled over by a Villa player we then proceeded to carry on with the move ref played on took no notice and we scored and when they flashed to the bench the bench were all up screaming at the referee about the foul and, I was, and unless they were asking for a booking I was thinking oh just leave it we've scored mm. you know it's just like oh man you know lighten up I think it's all it's, it's, it's very much a bunker mentality just another playing. yeah yeah what, just you know, another what, incident during the game what I guess. Mourinho tends to do in situations like that is, is, he does adopt that no one likes us we don't care everybody's out to get us look at the injustice you know you guys nobody's going to give you anything you guys have got to fight yourself out I mean that, that's his tactic that's what he does and that's clearly what he's doing with his post-match interviews is creating this atmosphere which is nobody's going to give you anything guys you're going to go and have to take it um, and trying to put some fire in their bellies because I think that's what's been lacking this season has been that desire the fire the steel the brutality of previous well, Chelsea teams uh, well, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting when we played Arsenal it looked like we were kind of in I mean, obviously, I just saw this magical 15 minutes for the bloody power went off, but we looked all right. And I thought, well, this is good. Looks as like, you know, we're getting our act together again. So what so happened you, after that? They well, bottled it. Right. Yeah, Arsenal. The, the Arsenal game was an odd one. Yeah. All their ghosts came back to haunt them. Right. We raised our game to a level that happened to be enough on that day. Well, there was also, you know, to, to sum it up in one word, Costa. You know, I mean, yeah. Costa was like a one-man, you know, sort of... He was running around like wave. a whirling dervish, you know, wasn't he, or yeah, something? Yeah, just absolutely yeah, yeah. running around like a road accident, trying to kill everybody. Can, can I yeah. say also, actually, that Costa, on Saturday, I thought, I thought was really good. I thought he was fantastic. You know, because he was controlled aggression. Such yeah, a nuisance. Yeah. Apart from he his women-in-love moment, you know. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. occupies he defenders. He is, he is the ultimate presence. Richards was trying to wind, you know, wind him up, and he was basically just laughing at the bloke. Well, after after that incident, he went, you know, what was it? Richards, I think, started getting shirted with him. And he just went on the back and patted him really hard on the back. It was really, really funny. You watched that incident very closely, didn't you? No, this was another incident. I, I watch all incidents. I go to football to watch the game <laughs> and what happens. I don't just go, mm, yeah, don't like this. This is entertaining. Oh, <laughs> Give me some ugly football. But... Give me some points. Some silverware. Didn't win the Champions League playing beautiful football, did we? No, talking to the Champions League, what a segue. Mm. Tonight, yeah. tonight we are playing in Dynamo Ukraine. Kiev, who are very good at home in the Champions League. Not they too are, good away. They are very good. They haven't. Well, they had their first home defeat for thirty-nine games on Friday. They lost three 0 to Shakhtar Donetsk. They haven't lost a game in any competition this season. Managed by Sergei Rebrov, former Spurs striker. Um, and yeah, no, they're pretty good. It's going to be a difficult game. And we've got no Remy, no Falcao travelling. Um, uh, Why is no that? Pedro and no, no Pedro. No Pedro either. Why no Remy? He uh, was on the bench injured. on Saturday. Yeah, no, well, slightly he came injured. on as well. Slight injuries. Oh, There's Pedro, slight injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Does that mean he can't be bothered to take him because we ain't going to play any attacking football? We'll be playing attritional, sort of wear it down. It's, it's going to be a difficult Who game. Who is he taken then? Well, he's taken Costa. Diego. Yeah, that'll That's be it. it. So yeah. if Diego comes off. That's it. 
probably put Fabregas up front. <laughs> or maybe Dave. Put him up. You <laughs> yeah, know, Dave. He's not interested in taking attacking players. Okay. Oh, right. I think that's a very good point. I mean, I think that absolutely yeah. does, you know, sum it up. I mean, it's the third group stage game of this current campaign. Kiev currently on four points, which is the same as Porto. Yeah, We're on, on three. three. If we lose this game, It'll be looking and for both a, of them win, then it's an uphill struggle. He'll be yeah. looking for a point, won't he, and then beat them the game we, after. We need a point tonight, that's for sure. If we could nick yeah. a win somehow, that would be incredible. Happy but, days. Yeah. But, but they've, they've got a couple of players to be worried about. This Yarmolenko guy that we've been linked with. Well, you know, he's a Mourinho dish. says we haven't. But, but he's been found wearing a hoodie in a football stadium. Doesn't mean anything. He's and he was on player. the pitch. They've also got this guy, Serhai Rebelka, who's a doubt for tonight, actually. He's got a bit of a muscle injury. He doesn't know whether he's going to play. But both of those players could cause us problems. I mean, they're a decent team. Let's not uh, take it lightly. And let's We're not. not. Well, um, let's hope we get... Well, interestingly, uh, uh, this is uh, something that we talked about last week. Um... The extra officials at Champions League games. The pointless officials. Yeah, but interestingly, we were talking about it and I said they're there to give decisions. And we were talking about, no, we're not sure they are. And I said, no, I think they are. Have you ever seen one give a decision? Well, this is the thing. I went on to the UEFA site and then sent it to Andy and it says they are there to help the referee to make decisions with handballs, with pulling of shirts, with contact in the penalty area. And we had that one against Porto, where if the guy puts his arm out, no one gives anything. I didn't, oh, there are, I, there are tons there and slight, tons of incidents. There was a slight discrepancy in that description, slight ambiguity. There to help the referee. Now, is that Make the referee the saying, no, did you, uh, listen, does it, does it mean the referee saying to him, did you see that? Can you confirm it? Or does it mean them proactively giving the decision? No, they can proactively. Cause it say goes, that in what they you should said. do like no, linesmen. I might have said it wrong. Don't go after me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, are they don't still called linesmen? Guys who with the flags, they still give penalties and things. Surely that's why these guys are there. Yeah. But they, you ever seen anyone give anything? Oh, no. I haven't. Never. Do you want me to give you a little summary of the youth and the ladies this week? Are we ready to go? Because I was just going to say, do you, what kind of side do you think he'll play tonight? I, uh, have Sorry, I think he'll have, I think he'll have I have Costa already, up front. <laughs> I have already predicted a side. Oh, God. You never get them right, though. Predictive How text. many did you get right for Saturday? I predict Begovic in goal. Oh, that's a tough one. Quality. Azpilicueta, Cahill, Terry and Baba Rahman at the back. Right. Matic and Rahman Fabric. won't play. Why won't he play? I think he'll play Zuma at full back. Do you? Yeah, I've just had a moment. It's a premonition. It's my prediction, not yours. You can yeah, but your yours prediction. is rubbish. Okay. I reckon he'll play Matic and Fabregas at holding. I think he'll play Ramirez, William and Hazard. And I think he'll play Costa up front. No, I think he'll play Matic and Ramirez. I think, and he'll I push think that Fabregas. sounds good, but I'll be interested to see about the fullbacks. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, you're not bad at this sort of guessing thing, but not very, very good. Who do you think is going to play? I told you. I, think I wasn't listening Z- to you. Say again. <laughs> Zuma is going to play at fullback. And then I think it will be Ramirez alongside Matic. And I think Fabregas will be up along with William. Hazard will be interesting whether he will pick him. I, I think he'll pick William, Oscar and Fabregas up there. I think Hazard will be on the bench again. Oscar. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's what I think. Another bench well, merchant other over the weekend. Are available. Thank you. And let's face it, they're usually correct. So come on then. How are the girls doing? Well, let's start, shall we, with the um, under-18s. The under-18s got a 2-2 draw away with Fulham in the league on Saturday. They came from behind, scored in stoppage time to secure a point. The next game is on Saturday. Home league match against Reading at Cobham. 
and you can watch that live on the Chelsea website from 11am. Uh, the under-19s, which is our European side, play today. They played in Dinamo Kiev earlier. Watch that game. Uh, they won 2-0, what was a pretty one-sided affair. Do you actually ever work? Um, in what was a pretty one-sided affair to see them go top of the UA for League Group G. Goal in each half from Tammy Abraham secured that victory. Uh, the under-21s, a disappointing 3-0 loss to Benfica in the Premier League International Cup on Friday. Uh, but that's a group stage competition, so they're still in with a shout in the competition, having beaten Liverpool 4-2 in their previous game. Uh, their next game in this competition is against Celtic. What are Liverpool the- doing in Europe? <laughs> Holidays. <laughs> so their next game in, in that competition is against Celtic on the 4th of December. Uh, and the under-21s' next match is an under-21 Premier League game against City. Man City uh, next Monday the 26th at home which is at Aldershot Town FC Stadium that's a 5.30 kickoff if you want to go along to that and Chelsea ladies an excellent 3-0 win in their second leg tie against Glasgow City last Wednesday to see them oh, through yeah. to the last 16 of the UEFA Women's Champions League with a 4-0 aggregate win and they'll play Wolfsburg in the next round with the first leg taking place on the 11th or 12th of November and the second leg a week after with the only English side left in the What round is that Andy? That's Quarters. the round of 16. Oh, round can, of 16 Can I say about the ladies I thought it was fantastic to see them with all those trophies at half time it was it was yeah. really good and also I did, I did say as well really nice as well for once to see the opposition fans applauding our ladies as they went round with their silver yeah Villa were very good about that but yeah. can I also say one thing I would have loved because half time's a funny thing at Chelsea because the ground is half empty I would have thought it would have been really lovely and a real tonic to have done it just before the teams came out, before the game perhaps, to give them as much of a crowd as possible. And also, you know, there is nothing like seeing Silver. I, I, agree, I agree with that. I all agree sorts with of that. stuff happening before Successful. the teams come out, isn't there? Putting up that stupid... Yeah, but it's all nonsense, thing. most of it. Yeah. yeah, but once the teams have warmed up and gone off, they could easily do it Yeah, then. just the, the ground is much fuller than at half-time. Yeah, most and, most and people are in nice their seats or thereabouts, and yeah. yeah. You know, that's better. all. But fantastic to see him. Well yeah. done. And Keep I think, up the work. What was really nice is people really. I mean, normally there's a bit of cursory clapping for some old boy that walks around the pitch, you know, or whatever. But there was a genuine warmth towards them. I thought, which I think shows that people are really starting to take our ladies' side seriously and be proud of them. Which well, is I think, good, I and think they that be. divide is, is shrinking. You know, between ladies' football and men's football, and people going, "Oh, that's the ladies' game or whatever." You know, you're, you're starting to understand that this is a game that is here to stay, that is being taken seriously, and there's some really great football. That I mean, you can I watched watch. that. Three win against Glasgow City it was good it was good to watch I, I watched yeah, the cup place. final yeah, and yeah. I really enjoyed that yeah. and a couple of games in the Women's World Cup I mean the football was seriously fluent and, and pretty fast yeah. in some cases and Andy got and it was, like, wow, was this really good. really happy over the weekend because some of the, the ladies retweeted you didn't they they did retweet me yeah, yeah thanks really? ladies yeah. Yeah. there you go and a couple of them followed me Ooh. actually Cole followed me on Twitter did he really yeah and Essien follows me on Twitter as well. Mm, he follows you on Twitter, Kerry. Saida <laughs> Garrett followed me over the weekend. Who does? Saida Garrett. You should sing with Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Man in the Mirror. Know that, do you? Yeah. Saida, uh, sing on that. So he's done your Ashley Cole and only raised you that, hasn't he? Man I, in the Mirror. I, yeah. I don't know. Really? Does that raise Ashley Cole? Yeah. Does it, Kerry? You're the arbiter here. You're the judge. Well, I, I couldn't judge against Jeff. I Terry, Le- Terry Lewis is Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis retweeted me two weeks ago. Oh, it's yeah. just a noise. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that was back with music, with music, Andy. Hey, right. So we're going to talk about Saturday? Oh, yeah. We're staying, we're staying away on Saturday at three o'clock. Our final visit to Upton Park before they move to the Olympic Park. So if you go in, that's the last time you'll be down. <laughs> They're actually playing down the some, Berlin. playing some football, aren't they? As if they, they are. Think and, they're going somewhere and good. Andy Cartles is back as well. 
he could yes, be a problem. Is, yeah. He Absolutely. could be a problem Former for the two centre He always does something off. against us, doesn't he? He's annoying as does hell. He? Well, he doesn't score that often, but no, yeah. he scored a few against us. Had yeah. The header in the cup final. Yeah, the Czech club. Oh, when they yeah, were yeah, really yeah. big. But that torn wasn't apart. for West Ham. That Who was, was that some for? other team. Oh, I don't trying know. to remember. Who, Who whatever. When Andy Carroll scored against us in the cup final, I don't. Didn't matter because we won. Wasn't it Liverpool? Yeah, I don't know. Know, just when they it, lost ticked it off the list and moved on <laughs> um, so they've been very strong on the road this season they beat Palace 3-1 on Saturday but they've only had one win at home rather strangely they've beaten City, Liverpool, Arsenal on the road but only one win at home so I don't know it's, it's odd isn't it that they seem to be so strong a bit away. nervous in front of their own well, fans yeah but it's West Ham they hate us if they even get an inkling that we're not on top form they'll give us a hell of a game on Saturday I, I, I think it's a bit of a a scary one, really. But I think it's good for us. I think we need games like that. You know, Villa was what it was. They were awful. We won 2-0. Yeah. We move on. Now we've got to play... Well, it be interesting because also, we, you know, Kiev tonight, then we've got the Saturday game. And I still think it's odd thing. We just play on Saturdays pretty much all season. And I know Andy likes a Saturday game. Because it's proper football. Well, it'll, ch- it'll change after the new year, won't it? What? Will be on TV more. They'll move the games. No, we're on the TV place. a lot, but they're just yeah. the Saturday games. Mm. The late, I don't like the late Saturday game. I have to no, say. I, right. I like the um, I like the, the late Saturday game is rubbish. So West Ham yeah. currently fourth in the league on seventeen points after nine. Games. They've got some decent players. Like Dimitri Payet's a decent player, isn't he? Uh, six goals and nine assists in the last seventeen appearances. I mean, he's a pretty dangerous player for them. I mean, I don't think this is a game to be taken lightly at all. But I, I think when we play West Ham, I think it's we a, either I think it's a real problem. We either beat them convincingly. Or we lose terribly. There doesn't yeah. seem to be any middle ground against. Or oh, no, no, no. We could, we could. When I say scrape it, it could be there could be one goal in it, and well, the goal we, could we be ours. It. We scraped it up to Park midweek last season, didn't we? In our running, you know, we should have yeah. probably yeah. lost that game. You well, know, two it, one. It's come to that time. It's prediction time. So let's go to you, Jeff, first for the Kiev game. What do we think? Oh God! Heart says draw. Head says defeat. Oh, but which one do you listen to most in your life? At the moment, head. Oh, thanks for that, Jeff. <laughs> what a really cheery end to this. So, oh, what no, score well, then? Come on, you got, all right, Andy, maybe 2 0. Maybe 2 0 Kiev, I think. Oh. I'm going to reverse it. I'm going to say 2 0 us. I think that we're going to play with freedom tonight. And um, I, I know we're going to be, have a defensive mindset, but I think we'll, we'll do them on the break. We'll do them on the counter attack. And I think two, two goals. I don't think we'll concede. Uh, I, I'm going to go for 1 0 to us. Okay. I, I, I've got to say that's based on our away form Champions League away form which is toss let's face it mm. ok and now West Ham away comfortable win score 3-0 3-0 yeah. crazy insane. just ba- based entirely on their home form and our but that would mean we'd have to play some attractive football and, and entertaining our, football our <laughs> you won't like that and, 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 and the fact that they will probably underestimate us yes they probably will they have no idea who they're messing with. Um, I'm going to go for a, a 1-0 again. Two 1-0s. What about you, Jeff? Well, I think I'm going to go 2-1. Two, one. Two, I'll, be, one. I'll be delighted to see us score three, because that means we've got to be scoring from open play. Yeah, well, you never but know. You never know, yeah. All right, well, um, just to say quickly, uh, as usual, go to chelseapodcast.net, have a look there. Ladbrokes, uh, go and have a bet with them. Lad, whatever. Lad 51. Uh, 
Lab 51, there you it's go. It's the code to use if you go to labbricks.com <laughs> to get a free £10 bet. At least do the sponsorship thing properly. They do, part, they do pay for your hot chocolate. <sighs> All right. I didn't have one, actually. I wanted Bovril. Anyway, thanks ever so much, Andy, for being here and just putting us right on so much. <laughs> and, and Jeff, as always, you are the man in the mirror to I'm me. I'm so humble. In, I'm so humble in this company. The Daily Mirror. Oh no, please Alright, we've got to go Thanks Take care, bye This show is brought to you in association with Labbooks Just click the link on the description to the show Sign up and get a free bet up to £50 When you enter the promo code LAD50 Go on, do it This is a Playback Media production Served to you in association with Why Not Think People Sports Social Podcast Network